I am way beyond a fanatic. I'm God-possessed. Get it straight. There ain't a demon on the planet that likes Mark Barclay anymore. If that's you, clap and shout one. Say, I am God-possessed. You better get ready. Did you bring a Bible? Mark T. Barkley here. Welcome to the broadcast today. Wow, we have entered into the new year. We are flying and things are going to be action packed probably all year long. We're going to be dealing with my I predict and beyond for 2021 in this broadcast. And uh, I hope you can join me for the whole thing. You should jump online at our uh, website and download the actual written I predict though uh, we'll be saying things in the broadcast way beyond what I wrote. But uh, I just want to talk about the times. What does this Bible say is coming? What are we going to do about it as a born-again church? What are you going to do about it being the climax of the ages is upon us? And that is no joke. It's not an exaggeration. We are in the last of the last days. So get everything you can. Tell everybody you can about the broadcast. Get hooked up. Come see us at Living Word Church or Mark Barclay Ministries Conference. Look on our website for the itinerary. We're all over the country, other countries, and we want you to come out. Send a letter, send a note, send a prayer request, send a couple of bucks and help me preach. And I promise you we'll spend it right and we will do it the best we know how. Here we go. Hope you got your Bible. That's where I'm going because I trust it more than anything in the whole world. Did you bring a Bible? Yeah. I got this sizzling hot message, so I'm not trying to get anybody into hell. I'm trying to get everybody off that road and turn them around and get them on the highway to heaven. You put your eyes on Jesus and you're on the highway to heaven. Imagine these two gates. Now these gates are to eternity. That's why salvation is called eternal salvation. Oh, wait a minute. Or eternal damnation. That's why this is called everlasting life. Once you are born again, you better do something with what God put in your life. You better not be spent for nothing. You better be ready to get ready. Wow. You got to be able to say to your God, or at least ask him, was I worth dying for? Praise God, everybody. Jesus is Lord, and that's that. We're going to talk today on the broadcast here about the days we live in. What has happened? What is happening? And what's going to happen? Now, those are big subjects, and we're not going to exhaust them before the day's done. But I believe we can throw enough stuff at you to cause you to be inspired to pray and to study and to stand strong in your faith. Praise God. I have a longtime dear preaching friend with me, one of my best friends, Richard Jolliffe. Hey, Richard, it's good to have you, Pastor. Thank you, sir. Good to be here with you again. Church awesome. is going good. Amazing grace. Amen. Church is going forward, probably having one of its best years ever. Isn't that crazy? It's I crazy. <laughs> I know, but uh, it's like this whole COVID thing that we went through in 2020 and now going into this 2021, uh, the devil, uh, I'm sure he meant that for really bad. Oh, yeah. 
and it hurt a lot of people, even oh, yeah. physically, financially. But you know, uh, it just caused us Christians to dig in like never before, yeah. get fast, pray, believe God, and reminisce what we've been taught. Yes. Yeah. yeah, we've been taught good, man. We're not the lost people. No, absolutely. And Doc, on behalf of every pastor that you helped during this time and the people that, you know, you were there for me and for a lot of other pastors, the voice of reason in the midst of all of this, thank you for, um, for your faithfulness and for Praise being God. willing to take the time to, to keep encouraging us doing your midweeks that you were doing online during the, when this was all going yes. totally crazy. Yes. And, yes. Uh, and then here you guys, you're dealing with over here in Midland, you have a flood in the middle of all of this about three months into the pandemic. Yeah. Churches are shut down and then you have the flood that came in, the dams that busted. Doc, I'm curious, you know, as, I'm, as, as, as I've known you a long time, but what, how do you, how did you keep perspective in all of this? What did you do to keep yourself on track? I have lived by the proverb that says wisdom is the principal thing. Yes. It's not faith. Yeah. I love faith. I'm a man of faith. Amen. Without faith in God, it's impossible to please Him. Yes. Faith is what overcomes this whole world. Uh, we know that. Yeah. And, and some people think love is the principal thing. So they just kind of throw an arm around everybody, you know, and everybody's okay. And But the Bible says different. Yes. And so when it comes to hard times, we've been living in harder times for quite a while. Oh yeah. 2020, mm -hmm. he called Mo Shunda. No kidding. That tested about everything yes. that all of us believe. Yes. And so I just went by wisdom. I said, okay, wait a minute. Jesus is still Lord. Not a thing anybody can do about it. The church is still the church. There's not a thing anybody can do about that. Right. And I, as you kept hearing me say, we're the, we're the church. We're the blood washed church, whether we're in this building or not. Yeah. Right? Yes. We still believe God. We still walk with God. We stick with our Bible. We bring in our tithes. We bring in our offerings. We forgive everybody and we preach like and witness like we never had before. Yeah. So the more I kept that perspective, wait a minute, this is not good. And a lot of the overreach is really not good. Yeah. That's really not good. Right. And it, and it proved not to be good. However, it happened. Yes. So it's like, okay, do we fight the government? Do we? No. So I made the decision, as you heard me, every time I went on. Absolutely. We're the church. We're going to be the church. There is nothing that anybody can do about it. Yeah. Nobody. Yes. So as long as we keep that, even now, yeah. who knows what the rest of 2021 is going to bring. Right. But I can tell you this, there's going to be tribulation. There's going to be trouble. There's yes. going to be warfare. Yeah. There's going to be government overreach. There's going to be economic reset. Yeah. And so we just got to quit going by what I call the prophets of the land and, and stay in this book. Yeah. And how many Listen to pastors like you. Yeah. And how many years have you been saying that the prophets of the land? I know that's uh, Long, 40 years. Long time. 40 years. Long time. I've been saying, be, beware of the prophets of the land mm -hmm. and listen to the prophets of God. But here's the problem. Most of the body of Christ, they don't know the difference. Yeah. 
So I, in short version, I always say the prophets of the land, they're the hireling preachers. They're the cheating preachers. They're the philosophical, psychological, motivational speaking type preachers. Right. They're, not, they're, they're not all like evil, evil, bad, demonic people, right. but they're not who should be guiding us either. Right. And then the second set are all these people they invite on the news. Yeah. They're all supposed to be experts. They start out by saying they worked for Reagan, they worked for, they, oh, they yeah. did this, but they're asking them to prophesy. Yeah. What do you see coming? How's this going to end up? What do you see in tomorrow? What if this happens? That's the job of the prophet. Yes. But if our people, I know you know this because you pastor and you right. pastor good people and oh, so yeah. do I, but yeah. Yeah, still. you turn that news on or some of these talk shows and, and they got all these predictive prophesying. They don't say, thus saith the Lord, but they are telling about the future. They're foretelling and right. that, that's hurting us. So, Doc, if we did a, a little bit of a paradigm shift, you know, we see that the, there are churches that are really struggling right now. Um, there are pastors that are resigning. I mean, we know that yeah. depression is at epidemic levels yeah. right yes. now in the United States yes. alone. Um, let's go to the, let's do a shift and to the other side. What do you see spiritually happening in the church right now? That really needs to happen. What do you see taking place with all the chaos that's yeah. going on? Well, I think uh, my number one deal mm -hmm. when uh, as we walk and we've already seen some of this through the latter part of 2020. Right. Through some of the election stuff. Right. And et cetera. We saw maybe even some of the prophets of God going way out there. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I don't challenge anybody basically but myself. Right. However, when we start wanting to prophesy who's going to win the Super Bowl, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, wait, wait, wait a minute. And we don't understand, I don't think, Pastor Richard, that there are prophets of the Lord, mm -hmm. prophets of the Lamb, but there's also major prophets and minor prophets. Right. And so we have a hard time as a body of Christ separating those two categories of major and minor. So just like this last handful of months, I'll say. Yes. We'll, we'll, we'll see it again because we've been seeing it for decades. Oh, yeah, absolutely. People prophesying beyond their faith. Yes. The book of Corinthians says, with the gift of prophecy, remember? Mm -hmm. I, excuse me, not Corinthians, Romans 12. Romans 12, right. The seven gifts of the Father, right? right? Yeah. If it's to serve, give, do it with simplicity. But then it says, you prophesy according to your faith. So, did we hear some good brothers and sisters that we know yes. prophesy out of their imagination what right. they imaged? Right. Were they influenced by the prophets yeah. of the land? Was yeah. it a familiar spirit that loves to get in the mouth of the prophetic voices? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I know this, the minute you have a famous name, a popular name, you're a popular preacher, then whatever you say, people take it to the bank. Right. And right. then if it's wrong, now what? If you missed it, now what? Right. I don't hear too many going back and saying, hey, everybody worldwide, I missed it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Well, so, we dealt, and we dealt with that at Y2K too, the same kind of we a sure did. craziness that it was being said. And then all of a yeah. sudden it didn't happen. And I got hated and oh. abandoned <laughs> at Y2K. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, you were there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nope. I, I, what? Yeah. They would say, the Lord's <laughs> coming at midnight. And I'd say, what time zone? Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> so maybe I'll watch Australia. And if he doesn't come, then maybe it'll be Hawaii. And then maybe it'll be, right. you know, it's like, I said, no. I was, I was invited to this big summit. Very, pre, mo, all the preachers there are much more famous than me, yeah. as far as well known. Sure. But somehow I got invited. So it went around this table of what they saw coming at the turn of the century, yeah. going into the year 2000. Right. And, they, and almost all of them either said or referred to the Lord's coming. Yeah. And I said, no, he's not. It got to my turn. I said, I said no, he's not. Well, how could you say that? Right. Because Jesus said he would come yes. at a time yeah. that we think not. Now, right, I told him right now, everybody thinks he's coming, including all of you and the oh, sinners. Yeah. Right. So this is not really difficult, I don't think, to sort out if we go by this book and we're led by this in the spirit and not all this other stuff. Yes. That, that prophesy on, have a blast, but be careful when we mandate. Yeah. I, I better add one more thing, even though I'm taking all the time here. No, you're good. You're doing great. What about, what about the New Testament? We know in part, so we prophesy in part. Mm -hmm. The New Testament says prophecy, New Testament is subject to fail. The Bible says in the New Testament, we war a good warfare according right. prophetic utterances, things spoken, laying out of hands. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people today, at least this is my catch, right. they think if a preacher prophesies something that it's like Old Testament and right. it must come to pass, right. or yes. that's a false prophet. Right. But I always put in my eye predicts, which we might get into today. Yeah. <laughs> I always put in I here. I hope so. <laughs> that's what we're supposed to be doing. Not Y2K. Right. I yeah, already, Richard. <laughs> I always put in here, you know, 20, say like 2021 and beyond. Right. And I make a statement here. The things God shows us can be changed. Yes. Maybe that's why he's showing us. So we go to war. Right. We go to prayer. We watch our mouth. We steer our lives, and so maybe some of this stuff that are warnings to us will not come to pass right. because it was declared. Yeah. Not absolute like the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So do you see, do you, I know we've had like, and you get these questions all the time. We've had some that have these videos flying around about wide world destruction and, you know, that everything's going to collapse and everything's going to fall apart and that, those, you know, but... How do we respond? I know I get questions about these all the time. And of course I ask you, what do I, what do I you know, right. what would you say right. to this? Right. You've had to respond right. to all of those things. Right. So well, how do you respond to those? Well, I, I think we have two categories usually of voices. Those who say, happy days. Yeah. It's great, nothing's ever gonna happen. We're, we're just wonderful, you know, praise God. I kind of like that. Right. The other side is the doomsday. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've been listening to doomsday yeah. since I've been a Christian. Yes. Oh, the sky's falling, you know, China's going to come and march in our streets and take over. And, right. you know, before that it was Iran and before that it was and before that it was. And so we have these two categories. So when you look at like right now, especially what came out of 2020 into yes. right now. Yeah. You know, 
a lot of these guys that spoke positive and said, don't worry, don't be fearful. That's one thing. I'm right. for that. Right. I'm an optimist. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm just not deaf, dumb, stupid, and blind. Yes. The other part is always some doomsday thing. Give me some hope. Like one guy had a vision. You probably heard about it. Most oh, yeah. of the body of Christ did. And, uh, you know, everything was going to happen. There's going to be this. There's going to be that. And even foreign troops in our streets. And, and uh, when it got all done with it, I thought, well, you know, he could be right, but probably not in 2020. Right. Like what was predicted. Right, right. So is there going to be war in America someday? If the, if the church keeps going the way it is. Yeah. This is the arrogance of America. Yeah. We don't think it's going to affect us. The whole world's going to fall apart. The Antichrist right. is going to come. But America, God bless America. Mm -hmm. No, it's, it's shuffling down with everybody else, just not as fast because of the church. Right. Right? Yes. So um, I think we're back to, there probably, if you read this book, now I don't know who all you're listening to. Right. If you read this book, you can see the perilous times prophesied. Yes. The misbehavior of humans yeah. will become dangerous. Yeah. And then the great coming tribulation, which is not the day of the devil, it's God pouring out his wrath right. on planet Earth. You can see here where Jesus talked about even the weather, the hurricanes, the, the wars, the rumors of wars. That's all in there. Yes. So we know that's coming. Absolutely. We know that's coming. So if I don't have any voices but this book and my pastor. Right. Why do I need all these other voices? Yeah. The Bible's pretty clear. And the Bible's also clear. Let's stick up for the guys a minute that are talking faith and hope. And yeah. this says we're the triumphant church. Amen. Right. This says we're the victorious church. Yeah. This says when this is all over with, which is the doom and gloom mm -hmm. prophetic things. Yeah. When all that happens, this says we'll be triumphant, victorious, still the blood washed. We're not going to be hiding in the woods eating, you know, pork and beans in a hole somewhere. Sure. We're going to have the power of God. Yeah. Because where sin abounds, grace does much more abound, Richard, and you know it. You've preached it, and it doesn't have a limiter on what day that ends. Amen. So how do you, in the context of like what Hebrews says, where it says that everything that can be shaken will be, even the heavens and the earth will be shaken, that, that God is allowing... He, he's, I don't think he's necessarily doing it, uh -huh. but that there's uh -huh. a shaking. Uh -huh. Do you see that as what's happening right now? Do you see this as shake? I've sure. seen a lot of serious Christians. That sure. Their faith has been shaken sure. in the midst of all of this. I think so. I think it, it, to just go along with what you just said a minute, yeah. I know a lot of pastors that will never pastor again because this really honestly shook them up. Yes. But what? But not like, ooh, I'm scared. Right. It shook them up like, maybe this isn't really my call. Right, right. It may, it's been okay, but I just want to help people. Maybe I'll go help another pastor, be a good deacon. Yeah. I think a lot of Christians that, uh, I don't see the church emptying because of this. Right, no. I see Christians even at home streaming saying, Man, this is the end. I better get my family to church and I right. better get it done quick. Right, right. Yeah. But when it says, like the, the verses you referred to, there'd be the shaking. I don't think God has anything to do with it. Right. I think he gave us the power and the dominion. Yeah. We don't exercise it. Yeah. Right? That's right. Now, I'm a prosperity guy. I'll just admit it. I'm a faith man. Amen. I'm a prosperity man. I was born and raised poor. I don't think there's a good thing about being <laughs> no, poor. there's not. If you're poor, God wants to help you get out of that horrible pain. But 
But at the same time, have we got so caught up the, I'm talking about the average believer. Mm -hmm. That's the good old believer. Are we so caught up in, am I living my happiest life right now? Right. Is everything okay? And if not, it must be God's fault. God must have something to do with this. Right. No, I don't think so. I think God made it clear what his part is. He paid the price. So what are we doing? Right. Are they skipping church? Are they laying down their Bible? Are they disappointed with God? Are they mad at God? Will they not listen to you anymore? Because one of the perils here that you well know, Pastor, yeah. they'll turn their ears yeah. away from the truth. Yeah. That, that, that means preaching. Yes. Not this. Yeah. This is eyes. Right. That's ears. Yeah. That's excellent. Yeah. That's, That's what we're excellent. dealing with. Yeah, and I, th I thought it was interesting um, last year in the leadership conference, one of the things I heard you talking about, which I thought was so powerful, um, and I hadn't really paid attention to this, how that, you know, you and I, we grew up with church fathers, people yes. that we looked to. I mean, yes. these were people that like, yes. wasn't just one man, it was a lot of leaders that we yes. had, and they're all gone now. And so when this next generation, the this, this shift that happened, you talked a little bit during the leadership conference how that it wasn't to the next level leadership that they looked to. It was to these more yeah. positive attitudinal guys. I think what we have witnessed for the first time in church history is what I said. That's what you're yeah. referring oh, to. Oh, yeah. That when the older fathers and mothers went to heaven, the body of Christ, I mean, we can go way back to Moses. Yeah. The body of Christ stayed on course, mm -hmm. even before the cross, you know, but yeah. we'll say cross on. Yeah. We stayed on course and we always shifted our loyalties to the up and coming elders. Yeah. But because of this mm -hmm. technology. Yeah. Because of technology. Right. This was considered old. Yeah. This was considered Consider old. old. Right. My pen, this was old. Oh my God, you're writing notes in your notebook? <laughs> Do you not know? It's like back last year. Do you not know it's 2020, Doc? Right. Now we have this. Yeah. And I think that was the number one attraction. I don't think the body of Christ did it so much out of rebellion. Yeah. But somehow the devil propagated that anything that's worked so far is old. Right. We got to have the new technology, yeah. the new big screen, yeah. the new, you know, Fancy, fancy. Let's not even look like a preacher. Let's get rid of the right. pulpit and get a podium. Right. And somehow, they they propagated that pretty good, actually. Yeah, but it's really left the church in a real precarious situation because you've got a lot of that shaking going yes. on. And now, where do we go from here? Well, here's the principle. Okay. Okay. So these these. And they're, and they're probably very good people. These younger preachers, do you know any dad that will allow his son to spank him? Mm. Then why would we let a younger preacher rule the elders of the church? Come on. Or how about, do you know anybody that would let their little brother, let me recite, re, let their older brother spank them, <laughs> let alone their little brother? Right. So what has happened because of that, that discipline... And I'm going to say the reverence type fear, the reverence of being corrected and being fixed is gone in most of the church. Yeah. Because number one, any young preacher knows I can't, I'd have to work hard to correct the elders. And, uh, and so it's left us in this void. That's what, we're, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, I love this idea that you talked about that the things that these things can change. Yes. That even though the things that we'll talk about this week and next week, you, uh, that these yeah. aren't things that yeah. have to happen. These no. are things that could happen if people, if we don't do the right thing. And I think that's what we, that's what you've said every single year that we've done, I predict, yes. is, is that, look, folks, these are things we, God's giving us the ability to make, he's not saying this has to be this way. Right. You guys have to do right. something about this. To be pre-warned is to be pre-armed. Amen. Why Amen. would God not warn us? Well, that's powerful. So is this like, thus saith the Lord, nah, 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 nah. take cover, right. hide, your God is dead. Yeah. The church is done. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <laughs> you got me preaching. I There's know. nothing, it's like, no, man, God's not dead. The church no. isn't done. Right. Even if all this crud hits the street again, yeah. like, like we saw some before, you know, it's terrible. Yeah. So the church just disappears. God hides yeah. in the upper chambers of heaven because right. what? He can't deal with anything? Right. No, no, not at all. That's the dangerous part of it. And then we, we're going to run out of time here as we always <laughs> do. But then... Here comes the doctrines that fit the times. Yes. The Bible warns us of every wind. Yes. Of doctrine. Yes. Winds of doctrines are not cemented doctrines. The wind, you don't know where it came from. Right. Maybe a direction east west. You don't know where it's going to stop blowing. Mm -hmm. You just know it's the wind. That's yeah. these modern doctrines. Right. They take the true doctrines and they fabulize them. Then they exaggerate them. I've seen it all four and a half decades of my preaching. Yeah. And so now we have these doctrines, I call them of convenience. Yes. Live any way you want to. Right. Say anything you want to. Come to church or not. Mm -hmm. If you want to, don't want to. Right. Tithe if you want to, don't want to. Obey the Bible if you want to, don't want to. Right. Submit to the pastor if you want to, but usually don't want to. Yeah. And so... And then there's no conviction because we have an army of preachers saying, it's okay, just, you just do what you want. Right. Be my partner. Right, right. Be my, send me money because I'm making you right. feel full of hope and happiness. Yeah, yeah. So the preppy little toothy little preacher <laughs> with, a little, with some technology, right. uh, they had, I don't think they did it on purpose. Right. I don't think it's evil. No, right. The end results is dangerous. Yeah. I just think... They were the techno giants of mm -hmm. the kingdom of God and the body of Christ loved that. So why bring a Bible if I can just read the verses on the big screen? Why, yeah. why, why learn the Bible? Right. And on goes the story. You know, I was, as, as I was praying for our time together, one of the things that came back to me was a message that you uh, have taught many times uh, from the gospels about the, the virgins, about the five, ten virgins, the yeah. 10 virgins. And I kept, yeah. thinking about in yeah. that kind of time that that there were five that were ready no matter what you know they kept right, prepped right, right, and there were five right. that were not ready and i feel right. that that's what you're saying in this is, is that look get ready we're yes. you you said n number one the battle is on we are in a battle this time is time has run out this is not like something that's really it's going to go away right no it's not it's no, i mean covid not. they may be able to cure it but there's other stuff that's oh, there's going to be, gonna be always enemy. something. Yeah, yeah man, there that's going to be coming been. along. There always has been. Yeah, there will be all the way to the end of time. We'll fight it through. We'll plead the blood. Amen. Stand on the word. Absolutely. Preach the gospel. 
Yes. Trust our God. And I'm telling you right now, Amen. our God is not dead. Yes. He is well able to take care of us no matter what happens, no matter who's in charge anywhere, your state, your governor, our president, Russia, China, Iran. Listen, uh, God's big. And if the church does its part, we're going to be OK. Yeah. Write me, call me, help me, pray for me and join me on the next broadcast. Pastor Richard and I, we're going to do it again. Amen. Amen.